Let's learn to live happy through the righteous ways by learning the teachings of what the Buddha says. Let's learn to collect merits and just make it last. Now it's time for the Founder Kids Podcast. Namo Buddhaya. Homage to the Blessed One. The worthy one, the supremely enlightened one. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Homage to Pingwat Lokuswami Nahanse, Teruan Sadhanai. Great to see you again, my dear Dharma friends. I'm Nathalie. Hello, Nathalie. It's a pleasure to meet you again in another episode. This is Anuki. Great to see everyone again. It's Vinadi here. Ugh, it's not fair! Oh, what's wrong, Anuki? Hey! Why are you poking your nose into other people's business? Oh, sorry, I didn't mean- Oh my, please don't be like that, Anuki. I'm sure Binazi didn't mean to make you angry. If there's anything wrong, Anuki, I'm positive that we can help you. Yes, we will always be there to lend a shoulder if you need it. So, what's the matter? Huh? I guess I went a bit too far. Oh, I am so sorry, Binuthi. I was just angry with my friends. Oh, I see. What did they do? They ignored me at school. Oh, that's not very nice. But don't worry about these trivial things, Anuki. Yeah, everything is impermanent, so I'm sure your friends will talk to you again. Oh, yeah, my temper just took me over. I'm really sorry. It's alright, Anuki. At least you realized your mistake, and now you know to be patient. Right you are! Oh, I wish there were some cures for this disease. Hmm, wait. There are some ways. Oh, yes. There are some ways to get rid of anger and hatred. 100%. Wow! I think I know who would have thought of those. Ah, the Supreme Buddha surely must have taught some cures. That's right! And that leeways perfectly into today's episode. So today, we'll be learning about the cures for anger. I'm sure that today, our dearest Dhamma friends and us will be in for a special and great treat. Absolutely, Vinudhi. And guess what? I just remembered a great discourse. And it's similar to the situation we had here moments ago. Let's hear the story now, Nathalie. Well, it comes in the Vepachitti Sutta at Savatti. The Blessed One said this, Monks, once in the past, the gods and the titans were preparing for battle. Then, Vepachitti, lord of the titans, told them that if they won, they had to tie up God Sakka and bring him to Vepachitti. Yes, and God Sakka said the same thing to the Thavastimsa gods. Oh, I know this story. The Blessed One then said that the gods won, tied and brought Vepasiti to Godsucker. After Godsucker confronted Vepasiti and then left the assembly hall, Vepasiti insulted Sakka with rude, harsh words. Then God Matali, Sakka's charioteer, asked Godsucker, why did you put up with him so patiently? Is it because you are weak? Godsucker replied, how can a wise person like me have combat with a fool. Then God Matali says, 
fools will be angrier and try to fight if no one will keep them in check. So with severe punishment, the wise man restrains the fool. I think that when no one knows others are angry, one mindfully maintains one's peace. This is what God Sakka said. Then God Sakka's charioteer says, God Sakka, I see the fault of that patience. When one is patient, the fool thinks of that person thus. He endures me out of fear. The fool will cause more trouble to the patient one as a herd of bulls charges towards one who flees. God Sakka says, It doesn't matter whether one thinks or not. He endures me out of fear. There is great benefit in cultivating good qualities within oneself. Then God Sakka adds, Even though the strength of a fool is called power, in reality there is no power there. No one can challenge the patience of the one who is guarded by the Dhamma. If one gets angry at another angry person, he makes things worse only for himself. The one who doesn't repay an angry person with anger, he wins the hard battle. After, he says, Knowing that his foe is angry, when one mindfully maintains his peace, he practices for his own welfare and the others. When he acts for the welfare of himself and the other, the people who are unskilled in the Dhamma consider the patient person a fool. Then our Supreme Buddha, our teacher, then says to the monks, So monks, even God Sakka, experiencing the happy results of his own merit, exercising supreme power and rulership over Thavatinta gods, praises patience. Then how much more would it be fitting here for you who have become monks in such a well-taught dhamma and discipline to be patient and gentle? Yeah, even I have been inspired by God Sakka's verses. Do you know about the five methods to remove hatred that was told by Arahant Sariputta? Yes, I know this sutta. Me too. It's the Dutya Agatha Patavinya Sutta. Indeed, Binudi. So let's begin the sutta now. At the city of Savatthi, there, Venerable Sariputta said that a monk should use five methods to get rid of hatred. First is in the case of a person whose behavior by way of body is impure, but his behavior by way of speech is pure, you should get rid of hate for that kind of person. Right. The second one is, in the case of a person whose behavior by the way of speech is impure, but whose behavior by the way of body is pure. Following, in the case of a person whose behavior by way of body or speech is impure, but who gets clarity and confidence of mind from time to time. Next is in the case of a person whose behavior by way of body and speech is impure and who doesn't get clarity and confidence of mind from time to time. So the last thing is, in the case of a person whose behavior by the way of body and speech is pure and who gets clarity and confidence of mind from time to time, you should get rid of hate for that kind of person. Oh, and here comes the simile part of the sutta. It's called old clothes. Suppose a monk wearing rag robes sees a rag by the side of the road. He'd hold it down with the left foot, spread it out with the right foot, tear out what was good, and take it away with him. In the same way, 
At that time, you should ignore that person's impure behavior by way of body and focus on their pure behavior by way of speech. Next, it's called pond covered with plants. Suppose there was a lotus pond covered with algae and water plants. Then along comes a person suffering in the terrible heat, all tired. He'd go into the lotus pond, sweep apart the algae and water plants and drink it. In the same way, you should ignore that person's impure behavior by way of speech and focus on their pure behavior by way of body. The next one is called the cow's footprint. Suppose there was a little water in a cow's footprint. Then along comes a person suffering in the terrible heat and of thirst. He might think, this little bit of water is in a cow's footprint. If I drink it with my hands and disturb it, then I can't drink it. Why don't I drink it like a cow? So that's what he does. Likewise, you should ignore that the person's impure behavior by the way of body and speech and focus on the fact that they get clarity and confidence of mind from time to time. This one's called sick traveler. Suppose a person was traveling along a road and he was seriously ill with nothing for support. It was a long way to a village. Then another person traveling along the road sees him and thinks compassionately towards him. Oh, may this person get all that he needs to be well, so that he doesn't face misfortune right here. Just like that, you should ignore that person's impure behavior by way of speech and body, and that he doesn't get clarity and confidence of mind from time to time, and think of him with kindness. Oh, may this person give up doing bad deed by body, speech, mind, and develop good behavior with body, speech, and mind. So after death, he will be reborn in a good destination. The Lotus Pond is next. Suppose there was a lotus pond with clear water, smooth banks, and shaded by many trees. Then along comes a person suffering. He'd go into the lotus pond to bathe and drink and sit or lie down in the shade of the trees. Likewise, you should focus on that person's pure behavior by way of body and speech and on the fact that he gets clarity and confidence of mind from time to time. Relying on a person who is impressive all around, the mind becomes confident. That was great. I'm sure our dear Dhamma friends have enjoyed today's wonderful suttas. Sadly, I think it's time to conclude the episode for the day. We had an amazing time learning today. By the way, at the beginning of the podcast, there was it was a little skit. No one would yell at anyone else in this podcast or anywhere. Haha, <laughs> yeah. I hope it was entertaining and also an excellent example as to not what to do. Now, we would like to share all the merit we have accumulated with all the heavenly beings, with our most venerable Lokuswami Mahansa, and all the other monks and nuns all around the world. With all of our dear Dhamma friends listening to this podcast, and all the volunteers who made this podcast possible. With all our past relatives. And with all living beings in all worlds. We encourage you to watch all the other Columbo Dhamma Friends podcasts and practice the Dhamma diligently. And while you're at it, 
please go to SelereneColumbo.org to explore even more of the Supreme Dhamma, listen to more fantastic podcasts, and take part in Zoom programs for adults and children all around the world. May the blessings and protection of the Triple Gem always be with you. Deruan Sadanai. Namo Buddhaya. Thank <laughs> you.